Welcome to Bible Reading Today. Glad you've joined us. We are continuing our study out of the book of Romans about assurance of salvation, and this is Lesson 14. Now, if you've been following along with our studies, you'll remember that last time we discovered the true use of God's law. God didn't give his law to us as a means for men to earn their salvation. And he didn't give his law to us for the purpose of consigning men to perdition. He gave his law to men, both believing men and non-believing men, by the way. He gave it to us for this purpose, to show us that we're sinners and that because we're sinners, we're separated from God and in need of rescue. The law does its best work for us by showing us that we're lawbreakers by nature and by showing us that we're already under God's condemnation because of that fact. The law doesn't condemn us. It demonstrates to us that we're already under condemnation. And it does that so that we can wake up from our peril and flee to God for rescue. So the purpose of the law is good and holy and righteous. And the law continues to do this work in our lives even after we become believers, and this may be a surprise to some. And this is what we're being told in Romans 7, 14 through 17. And those verses say this, For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am of the flesh, sold under sin. For I do not understand my own actions. For I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. Now, if I do what I do not want, I agree with the law that it is good. So now it's no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells within me. In these verses, the author, who is a soundly saved man, describes a horrible discovery that he's made. That even though he's saved, and even though he thoroughly agrees with all that God has said about his need for salvation, and even though he has a desire to do what's right, he just doesn't have the ability to be able to carry it out. And this drives him almost to the point of despair, as we see in verses 21 through 24. Those verses say, So I find it to be a law that when I want to do right, evil lies close at hand. For I delight in the law of God in my inner being. But I see in my members another law, waging war against the law of my mind and making me captive to the law of sin that dwells in my members. Wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? Now you probably know exactly what he's feeling, don't you? Who among us hasn't felt this same frustration? We know what God has done for us. We love him and we want to do what's right. And yet we continually find ourselves falling short of the mark. We're always a disappointment to ourselves. We never seem to be able to quite pull off the godliness that we know we ought to be living in. And that happens to us because, as these verse tell us, the law of sin dwells in our members. The sin nature is still rattling around in our bodies, in other words. And though we're no longer slaves to sin through Jesus' victory on the cross, well, sin is still shouting out its orders. And if we're going to overcome it, we're going to need some help. And blessedly, we do have that help, as verse 25 promises us. Verse 25 says, 
Thanks be to God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then I myself serve the law of God with my mind, but in my flesh I serve the law of sin. Now, next lesson, we'll go forward into chapter 8 and discover the help that Jesus gives us through the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit. But for today, let's just finish our time together by reminding ourselves of a fact that even though we put our faith in Jesus, we're still involved in a struggle against sin on a daily basis. We've thought about this before, but it's good to remind ourselves of it again because Satan's always trying to twist this fact to his advantage in our minds. He wants us to doubt our salvation because we don't have automatic victory over sin after coming to Christ. His subtle lie is, well, if you're really saved you wouldn't still be struggling with that temptation. And of course, that is a complete lie. Christians continue to struggle against sin. It's a normal part of our growing up into the image of Jesus. So don't fall into Satan's trap. Next time, we'll think together about how to escape it. Thanks again for joining us. We look forward to seeing you next time.